All right. Dope. Dope. We have our first guest episode, Doug. Yay! Yay, Mikey! Yeah, first guest. Woo! Very first guest. Yeah, I would be lying if I said I hadn't shotgunned two beers right before this. Okay. So I Being open. lie. Being open. I, yeah, I, like I shotgunned two beers yeah. before this. Very, very nice. Do you want to give us our intro real quick? Yeah, sure. I guess. I suppose this is a podcast or something like that. We have some sort of format. Some vague semblance. Do we, though? A semblance, a shadow of a format. Yeah, I can do that. Give me a second. Ten episodes deep, I mean, you're still expected to be figuring shit out. You're still a teenager. Yeah, that's super real. What show are we doing again? Oh, yeah. Jessica Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Blind Pilots. The episode you're about to hear contains spoilers for the Netflix original series, Jessica Jones. So if you'd like, you can head over to Netflix and watch Jessica Jones. Otherwise, please enjoy and keep in mind that you're about to hear spoilers for, again, Jessica Jones. Alright, we're finally hitting on a Marvel television show, which I feel like is a long time coming, even though we're only ten episodes in. That's true. There's a lot of Marvel TV shows. This is a this is a cross-universe show. There's There's a lot spin-offs. of, like, superhero shit, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, superheroes are synonymous with, like, pop culture these days. It's, it's part of the zeitgeist. Like, it's no longer... Something for nerds. Hey, However, let's, I'll... let's be a little bit less rude. Let's let Mikey at least just say hi or something. <laughs> hey, everybody. Mikey here. <laughs> yeah, Sorry we should, we should introduce our guest. Yeah, you're right. This is Mikey. This is Caleb's neighbor. Yep. Um, right right next Minnesota. door, baby. Yep. Right next door. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, what? Uh, you just got hired by... Well, let's not say the name of the place. Okay. But you just you just got a, a couple of good job offers and, and you chose one. Yep, yep. For first time in my life, getting fought over by by a couple of big guys. Yeah, you're the hot girl at prom. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it's a good feeling. Feels good, man. Get a bidding war going. Yep. Nice. Okay, Doug. Now we can get back to the whatever you're the fuck you were talking oh, about. Oh no. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I was just talking about like the the topic of the podcast and like you know the. The things, okay, the thing thanks. that brought us and here. And back to Mikey. <laughs> I was just going to say, specifically responding to your point about how, like, superheroes are part of the zeitgeist. They're part of, like, the mainstream. Dude, yeah. superheroes started out as, like, kids' books. So it's not even about yeah, being nerdy. Real. It's just about, like, you know, it's like it started out as a format that, you know, was told, like, really simple stories. And honestly, if we can tell it tr- truly, like, a little bit of propaganda, too, because it was a lot of, you know, Superman has these, like, idyllic features and Captain America has these idyllic features. And he's like, you know, be good, stay straight, stay in school kind of thing. Mm. And it was only, you know, up until, like, the 80s and 90s when people started experimenting with, you know, comic books as, like, let's tell a story. Let's, you know, yeah. try and actually, like, teach you something or, you know, present an alternative viewpoint. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And then you get those dark yeah, characters, the more complex characters and stuff like right. that. Like, and people who aren't white, straight, cis males. Right. <laughs> like, Spawn is actually one of my favorite examples of, you know, an anti-hero, and especially someone who, you know, as a, as a black man, it's like, he definitely represents a very different um, kind of point of view. Nice. Very nice. So do you have a lot of experience with comic books, Mikey? Uh, I mean, I've, I've read a few. I'm a big, 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 big Marvel fan, big icon fan. Um, okay, definitely, okay. definitely like graphic novels as a medium. Oh, dude, big graphic fan. novels are a level up yeah. from comic books. Yeah, I definitely fuck with some graphic novels. I've been more into like independent comic books these days, like Fanagraphics and things like that. For sure. Um, yeah, so just uh, a lot of like Love and Rockets, Jaime mm-hmm. Hernandez, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? For yes. sure. 
Um, but yeah, I uh, what I well really where I was going is like the this whole like Marvel stuff is part of the zeitgeist and DC as well. But like, and it's like for the mainstream. But when you really dive into this extended universe stuff, this is for like the real heads. Yeah, it's like for the real deep like cuts. hardcore nerds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah super deep cuts. Because I mean like. When I was watching Jessica Jones today for the first time, one, I've never even heard of Jessica Jones before, like, within the comic book universe, I've never heard of her before, and while I was watching it, I I don't know what her power is, you know what I'm saying? Right. Besides yeah. the fact that she can, like, lift things, and I'm assuming she... I, it lo- there was one scene where it looked like she jumped really high, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I guess she has, like, psychic abilities on some level. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if necessarily that she has psychic abilities, but a lot of the show talks about, you know, Kilgrave, who is, like, a, psych- a psychic character. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, like, controls okay. her. Right. Uh, cause it, I definitely want to talk about that character, because they introduce him in a very interesting Doctor way. Doctor Who? Well, it's it, they introduce him where you're like, like, you should already know who he is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like... Right. Cause it, because it's targeted at people who have read the comic books, you know, yeah. who know those characters. Yeah, yeah. Did you Google any images of the of the comic, the original comic? No, it's, I, I looked at nothing. It's like a really uh, bold take casting the way that they cast. Like, it's it really diverges... From the, bu- the original comic book, like hmm. it's a okay. it's a it's a it's a fresh take. I feel like on Jessica Jones. So, but one well, sorry, I was, gonna, yeah. I was gonna throw in no, about, no, go well, for it. The one of the things about like what I personally I find a little bit frustrating with Marvel is like they do have like basic archetypes. Like you're saying that like they, like this is a little bit different, but at the same time, it's like cool. Jessica is like super strong and physically strong, but like she's kind of mentally weak. Versus mm. versus Kilgrave is like. Mental or is physically kind of you know weak versus and then he's mentally strong and it's like you know the same thing with like you know Professor X and Juggernaut are kind of like you know the the extreme examples of it where it's like one is only body and one is only brain and it's just like I kind of wish that there was a better mix of it you know what I'm saying mm, yeah um, I think it's hard, yeah. I think it's hard to present like Marvel doesn't really do a very good job of presenting like you know mentally capable and physically capable like yeah Jessica's like you know a problem solver and she like you know she's a detective I'll give her that but at the same time like she's so like you know she does struggle with mental illness which I'm not saying makes anybody mentally weak but it's definitely like you know that's kind of where the show focuses like oh she her weakness is her mental state Mm, and it's like that that kind of sucks that like you know it it, it always feels like one or the other but that's just yeah it's like dualistic yeah one-sided Mm-hmm. I do have a question. Is Kilgrave like a villain that crosses over into any other superheroes or whatever? Because like, like I said, I've literally never heard the name before. I can't think like, of is a... it only. Does it only exist within Jessica Jones's like storyline? I think so. I think he's just kind of her perfect antagonist. Like she right. kind of loves him. She kind of is controlled by him. It's so he's, he's like her Joker. Yeah, I'd of. say so. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, yeah, like, I, I think he, like, just because the Marvel Universe is so big, like, he probably does pop up in other, like, smaller roles, but as far as being, like, the evil guy, I'm pretty sure it's, like, yeah, like you said, he is Jessica Jones's nemesis. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would watch more of it. I just, I, I did enjoy it for, like, the pilot episode, which is also how I felt about Daredevil. Uh-huh. And Luke oh. Cage. Daredevil got me Cage. hooked more than any of these three shows, personally. You know, I don't want to diverge too much. You know, I watched the pilot of Daredevil, and I was like, this is good, but I never went back to it. I watched the pilot of Luke Cage, I was like, this is good, but I never went back to it. And I just, 
I get the overwhelming feeling that the same thing's going to happen with Jessica Jones, even though it feels like it has a good storyline. Right, yeah. I would go, personally, I don't know about you, Mikey, I would go uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, if I'm being honest, as far as, like, rewatchability. Well, where does Defenders fall into that, though? Is Defenders good? Uh, I'm going to put that at four. I'm going to put that at four. Wow. Uh, I don't know. Personally speaking, I think that... Jessica Jones is probably my least favorite just because it's got like the slowest it kind of slow. like it's, it's kind of a slow storytelling and I also just feel like the stakes aren't as high because like I really personally like if I if I were to rank them I would go Luke Cage Daredevil Defenders Jessica Jones wow. and Iron Fist is like way at the bottom like below everything Iron else oh, cause, oh, cause, cause I, never even, I never even touched Iron Fist it's honestly. bad I, I, yeah, like it, I heard, I heard nothing but bad things. I was like, I'm not even gonna bother. Well, and honestly, even if we take away like the storytelling, which I personally think was the worst out of the options, uh, he's also the most boring character because, like, we were talking about before, like you know, representation in in some of these superheroes, like he is like the you know, yeah, he's an orphan, fine, but he's like Batman, where it's like he's super wealthy, he's incredibly powerful, like he's kind of got this like indestructible feel about yeah. him, and you're just like, I don't care about he's you. way like, entitled, right. <laughs> And, and then you know he pretends and he keeps up this whole facade of like oh I'm a monk now so I don't care about my 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 value and, and right. wealth but then he finds yeah. out that his comp- that his company got taken over by like the bad guys and he's like oh shit I got to get I'm my a company back again. right and yeah. it's, I don't know the honestly out of all of them I feel like he's yeah. like the least interesting Iron Fist is better in Defenders but like in his own show he fucking sucks right was his it, name Danny based off of that very short description he sounds like a like a c-list doctor strange <laughs> yeah. well and he's like doctor Sh- he like like honestly he's like if batman went to that monastery and actually got superpowers instead of just like learning and instead of just gadgets right like that's the thing okay. is that like he's not as smart as batman he doesn't have like that genius like tony stark level but it's just like mm-hmm. yeah he's his family's worth billions of dollars mm-hmm. he his family died in a plane crash in the uh, spoiler alert sorry we already said that but spoiler alert <laughs> um, yeah this whole show is spoiler alert so yeah I spoil everything. So yeah, it's like his, his parents die in a plane crash in the Himalayas. He gets found by some monks. They train him to be some superpower, you know, some you know the Iron Fist, and then that's his whole thing. And yeah. it's like honestly, I like him as a defender, like you said, because like he has Luke Cage to kind of like bounce him out and be that's like, dude, true, like yeah. you're not hot shit, like fuck you, and then he just uh-huh. punches him. Like yeah, that's that was dope. Okay, you've talked me into it. I'm gonna switch out Jessica Jones and the Defenders on my list. I'm gonna swap them. He talked me into it. <laughs> well done, Mikey. Fist bump. <laughs> I wish I had a list. I don't. I have. I have no frame of reference. Like I said, I've only seen the fucking pilots of like each of those, except Iron Fist yeah. and Defenders. You have to I want just, to uh, like it. I think to to get past the pilot episode, you yeah. have to be like, okay, yeah. I'm going to put a little bit of faith in this and see if it if they develop it yeah. in, in a decent way. Well, Caleb, you and I were talking about this off air yesterday after we recorded our last episode. Yeah, I was saying that I just like find no reason in watching these because they don't. Uh, they don't fit into the cinematic universe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. None, none of these, none of these Netflix, Marvel original series tie into the movies. And I've already invested so much time. That's fair. Into the movies yeah. and like not not just like literal watching time, but years, years of my existence have been poured into this Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah. and then comes along all these Netflix shows. That's fair. That literally have nothing to do with anything that has already been established. They in need the last, like 10 oh yeah, years. they need better collaboration. Like Spider Man is my personal favorite superhero, but then by the time they got. Through three, like the third Tobey Maguire film, I I went to the midnight showing of, oh, and it, it smacked so me in the face with his dick. Oh, I left I mean, so yeah. fucking pissed. 
And then they come out and make this second one, The Amazing Spider-Man or whatever. It's some, like... Like, that's the one with the guy yeah, they made two of they made two more of those. Yeah. Then they got this yeah. this new one is decent. I like yeah. this new, oh, yeah, the new one. Is, but the it's new like the best. how much shit are you gonna trudge me through before you give me a decent Spider Man? Spider Man. Like, how many times do I have to I watch a fucking two hour film? Oh yeah, the new, the new one's, one's the best. The best. Well, yeah, easy. That, the new one's the best. That and Michael Keaton as Vulture uh, was sick. Like Michael Keaton. Oh, it was that, great. that dude has been killing it lately. To yeah. go from being Batman, Batman to, yeah. to like, being well, a villain. Like, I was about to awesome. say the worst Batman, but I'm pretty sure Val Kilmer is the worst Batman. Hot takes from Doug K. I think Christian Bale is the worst Batman. <laughs> Whoa, really? Controversial opinions here. This is very controversial. Yeah. Doug, you just stir up shit all the time. That's super real. Wow. That was bold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the new Spider-Man is the best. I think it's tight that uh, Aunt May is, like, super fucking banging. That's and, an interesting you know. choice, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd want to fuck Aunt May. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm just like, but I think it's funny that, like, every time they've rebooted Spider-Man, Aunt May has gotten, like, 15 years younger. That's true. Yeah. It's it's great. Toby's <laughs> Aunt it's May hilarious. is a, a very much a grandmother figure. Right. And yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. But and then I, I will. Yeah, see, well, so I, I didn't see the no. I, I didn't see the middle Spider-Man. So Andrew Garfield, I think, is his name. So I, yeah, the I, guy from Social Network. I, so yeah. I didn't see either of those movies because who cares? But um, do, you, do you, like did they actually show like the Uncle Ben death scene in that movie? Or did they I see, don't think no. they did. See, no. like I, I don't think they did. I think for their credit, rebooting Spider-Man as many times as they have, I do like that they don't kind of like rewrite. Like the same stories because like you saw it in the very very Toby Maguire yes. or to- whatever Tommy something or other uh, yeah Toby Maguire yeah, Toby Maguire yeah. like you see you see him you see his like Uncle Ben death scene right. and you're like cool this is canon done we've established it we don't need to come back to this uh-huh. so like the last exactly. the last like you know the, the other Spider Man have just been like oh Uncle Ben died you know however many years ago yeah. sad and you're like cool got uh-huh. it like thank you yeah, for not like <laughs> redoing the same shit yeah for not making me watch another tear jerking death scene that right. I've already known about for yeah, like that, fucking that, my whole that, life. That, that Ben scene, that Uncle Ben scene, the first, the very first Spider-Man was what? fucking heart-wrenching. Yeah, it was pretty real. Yeah, though. yeah. Yeah. Was, That's a good point, though. They don't, if they're gonna reboot it that many times, please don't show me the same scenes over and over again. Don't do a remake. Not, not to get us like off super off track because that's Caleb's job. Yeah, it's my job. Um, <laughs> I recently heard that they're planning once once these uh the Fantastic Beast movies are over the new Harry Potter series oh, that's going right, on right that's now. Been off. Thing I heard now. after that's done, they're gonna reboot the original Harry Potter series. Seems like a terrible idea. What? Yeah, it does. Yeah, they're like they're gonna reboot it for movie like for the movie, book generation. for book. Yeah, yeah, what? like do another eight movies, but like for the younger generation. Why, why can't they be cool like Game of Thrones, where they're you know doing like the new series, but it's good, but it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be like thousands of years beforehand. Like, why don't they do movies about like how Hogwarts like first started, yeah. or you know like how it was founded? Do the Silmarillion. Don't redo fucking the Hobbit. Like. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Okay. And then, so before we get too far off topic, bringing it back to. Netflix Marvel series, specifically what you were saying before that you didn't like it because you were invested in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here's yeah. my here's my counterpoint to that is okay. I, I do like what they're doing with the Netflix uh, Marvel shows specifically because I feel like it lets them be a little bit more experimental just because like the cinematic universe is like kind of that crowd pleasing feel where like they got to like make these movies like blockbusters you know it's got to be funny yeah, it's got to be sad like, it's got to yeah it's got to have like all the all the points 
But then with the Netflix series, they're kind of like, all right, we're going for a more adult, you know, sort of uh, audience. So like, they can be a little bit more serious and a little bit darker. Mm, a little darker. But yeah. but at the same time, it's like all those heroes, like they are put in real danger. Like that's the part that I really like. Is like in the cinematic universe, like yeah, shit happens, but it's like big giant shit. It's not like oh, like uh, like Daredevil. I love because he's always fighting like you know thugs, like you know regular dudes. So and he actually gets hurt by them. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, dude, you got to struggle to like get your mission done. Yeah. Or even and you he know, can't fucking see either. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, that depends on who you, you know, are. Affleck was the best Daredevil. Doug, we can't be friends anymore. Yo, Affleck was the best Daredevil. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm out too. Me and Mikey are done. Peace. We're gonna sign out. <laughs> uh, I just I needed to throw that one out there. And, uh, and let me guess, Affleck was the best was the best Batman. Too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Dude, Affleck was totally the best Batman. <laughs> I know. I was can't actually gonna say George Clooney. Get I was gonna say George Clooney. Here. Oh, George Clooney was an interesting. It's like Billy Bob Thornton being Superman. <laughs> yeah, it was like if David Lynch directed a Batman movie. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, Should we talk about the show? No. Why Why would we do that? <laughs> How am I the one trying to get us back on track? I don't even want to talk about this show. I'm throwing off the dynamic. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm already, I'm already, yeah, we're 17 minutes in, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, let's talk about Jessica Jones. Okay, you want to give us, a, like, a rundown on the plot? Of the, yeah, of the pilot. I actually, I actually didn't take any notes today, but yeah, I can give us a brief rundown. I, uh, I watched it this morning, so it'd be fairly fresh in my memory. If if I'm missing anything, feel free to jump in because I sure. know both of you have watched it previously. Um, so it opens up with uh, she's like photographing these people fucking basically yeah and she's it's like a voiceover she's talking about how she's a private detective and what makes her money is cheaters or whatever and you know all this shit uh i you know honestly it all kind of ran together i mean it ran together because it's a television show but it was well written enough to where i kind of just like followed it and wasn't like continuously focusing on past bits you know what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it's not um, super predictable, maybe. Like, it, it, it makes you kind of invest and try to keep up with it. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't even tell you, like, what happened, like, right after that. Oh, she gets that job from that, uh, that lawyer, the, the, um... The lawyer? The, the, the yeah, the lawyer, the, the, the law firm. Yeah. To the give that like guy a summons. Or something like that? Is like a real, like a real intense name? Yeah, it's something, something Some, like Harry Potter name. Yeah, Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that really intense lady. I was like, yo, that that chick gives me the willies. Oh um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she gets that she gets that job for the summons, and you find out that she'll just really take any job. You know what I'm saying to keep herself afloat. She's broke. It seems like, yeah, she she mad broke, uh, and she's a private detective. You know that's that's her money maker. Um. Well, like when she, whenever she gives that guy his, his summons, I think I feel like I'm jumping around. I, I'm not 100. No, no, no. Yeah, um, you're good. You're good. Yeah, whenever she gives that guy his summons, uh, <laughs> she like lifts up his car or whatever, and really, fr- and then she threatens to melt his insides out with her laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he. That's like, the first totally time you like see her superpower, though, right? Like that she is super yeah. strong. Obviously, she's lying about the laser eyes. Right. That's kind of a nod yeah. to Superman, like, just picking up powers as he goes along. Right. Yeah. I think there was a little bit before that where she is, uh... You, well, you find out she can't sleep. Like, it seems like she's an insomniac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least from, well, like, she, Yeah, the, she's, got the PTSD. she's got PTSD. PTSD, yeah. Um, 
But sorry, well, if, I, if I, guess... I can interject, I was just going to say one thing about Go the laser eyes is I do like that moment because I feel like it kind of brings it into the Marvel universe and that feeling of mm-hmm. like superpowers exist. Like people know that, and yeah. she, but she's like capitalizing on that fear of like, hey, like I'm oh. different. She so, could so have laser right. eyes. Right. So it's like, you have no idea. Like, I don't know, she might fart popsicles or something, too. I have no idea. But <laughs> but, but at the same time, like, like the dude believes her. Like, yeah. I think that's a really interesting point in the show oh, is that they're good, just showing man. that, like, hey, like, people know that superpowers exist. They have no idea how they work. They have no idea what's going on. But they're like, shit, she, like, she, she picked up my car. She could have laser eyes. Yeah. Shit could be real. <laughs> that's so good. since you touched on that, that's the only way that I've seen this show's tie-in with the... Marvel Cinematic Universe because I just saw Deadpool 2 and like you know mutants exist within the real world and everyone knows they exist because they're going to these like orphanage schools mm-hmm. or whatever you know what I'm saying right so I, f- I feel like that's one of the ways I, s- I guess I saw it tie in but it's, it's very 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 in, loose in Daredevil they do mention that you see guys like selling like videos of the incident like on the oh, street okay. and the incident okay. was from the first Avengers where there's like that big uh Whatever cat or what is it the the portal above New York yeah. where all the aliens fly yeah. in? So it's like that yeah. that's the incident because it destroyed like half of New York. So and like mm-hmm. and Daredevil takes you know well they all take place in, yeah. in Hell's Kitchen. Uh-huh. So yes, right, right. So yeah, I mean there there is like and it's cool that to it's it. actually in New York. It's in a real city, unlike DC where like they make up Gotham, which is obviously an analog for New York. Right, but it's it's, it's in Hell's Kitchen. You know, it's like in the kind of in the more in the real world, I guess. Right, it's not in a, myth, yeah. uh, a, a, a fictitious you know city that they make up or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's actually. I guess you actually kind of see her superpowers a little bit before that because there's that. See, so after she lays down, can't go to sleep, and you realize she's an insomniac or whatever, she goes out to go follow that dude who owns that bar. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't. I. I don't think you get a name in the first episode. No, no, isn't that Luke Cage? It is Luke Cage, dude. Is that Luke Cage? Okay, I thought that was Luke Cage, but I wasn't. They have a little bit of tension, little sexual tension there. Yeah. Well, I, I, I thought it was Luke Cage because, like, okay, you know, spoiler again. There's like that really intense sex scene between the two of them. Yeah, they super fuck. Right. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's fucking her or whatever, and. uh He's like, I don't want to break he, you, and she's like, you the, can't. Yeah, the throw yeah, and each he, other. And around. he's like, yes, I will. Like, yes, you will break. And that that was the point where I was like, is that Luke Cage? Yeah. Um. But okay, cool. That so that makes sense. That that adds up. Yeah. Um. It's hard to recognize him without the '70s porn music behind him, like bounce, chicka, bounce, chicka, bounce. Don't even get yeah. into it. The soundtrack from Luke Cage is awesome. It's, it is so. You awesome. like it? Are you kidding? It's like uh, '70s funk, and it totally like sets the feeling. And it's like, but they but they really go like for some deep cuts, so you can get like you know you can get funk that's like ominous, you know? Like, yeah. That's what, like yeah. I don't know, and especially when um uh what's his name the. Um, Copper Copperhead when he's playing his Playborn, uh, like oh, that was dude. Like, I do I'm just like kidding, that, that that actor fucking kills it. Uh, yeah, I feel really bad that I can't remember his name, but um, I will find it. You can look it up because because yeah. I actually cause, uh, like that dude. I felt like made like pretty much made the show for me. Especially his like his speech about Biggie in uh-huh. the beginning. Like I know it's not Jessica Jones, but holy shit, dude, that dude is I, is is some kind of evil. I like funk music, and I wish I, I I think it's just the context of that soundtrack. It's just like so on the nose, just like. This is a black man in the seventies. This is a black man. like it's just a bound chicka bound 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 chicka. Yeah, it plays on black exploitation, but I also it's black exploitation. Yeah, it's an exploitative. Right, it, it is, but I think at the same time it's like that was it's like meta black exploitation. Well, and that was no, but that was well, like black is like the, the the era of film. Yeah, like 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 you know, course, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. And I'm just saying that like 
that's the era that Luke Cage came about when he was still Power Man. And you know, it's like, yeah, he had like a fro, and like you know, he and he actually so wore, kind of nodding and to he that. actually wore uh, shackles on his wrist because I mean, it's from when he broke out of his lab. But I mean, he was like that's a, an intense right. But he was also physical. He, he was also playing off of you know, like he was the like the Marvel's embodiment of the Black Panther movement, and, and you know that kind of thing. And it's like he definitely represents like a powerful black man. Like that's really yeah. important that, to his character. Okay. That's who he, that's part of who he is. It's just that it's not in the seventies. It's in modern day. And just hearing like this, like, well, you got to pay homage. You got to, you got to, you know, I, I feel that scene. that's a good case for it. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. What superhero is more of an embodiment of the black Panthers, Luke Cage or black, or Panther? black Panther. Yeah. Obviously. Well, it's different though. Cause you got, you got Luke Cage who is like, he grew up poor in America you know, in New York, on the streets kind of thing. Like, he represents the people that the Black Panthers are looking out for because he grew up in that situation versus Black Panther represents, you know, like, the idealistic sense of, like... You He's know, not even an, American. Uh, right, but yeah, like, it's an yeah. Unco- it's an uncolonized Africa. It's that, you know, Wakanda is the, the one that held out and never was influenced. And it's like, what happens when you let uh, a culture go, you know, un- untethered by fucking, you know, people coming in and murdering them and enslaving them and right. you know, doing fucked up yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one, that's one of the few Marvel movies I haven't seen. Oh, Black okay. Panther! Okay. You are missing out, sir. I know, I know, I know. I, at this point, I'm just waiting for it to come on streaming or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it might be somewhere. I think I might have seen it on Netflix. Really? Oh, I might have. Okay. I don't know. I mean, this I know podcast Fort is brought to you by Netflix. They decided to sponsor no, us. <laughs> no, it's not. It's brought to you by HBO. So- Way better, way more, way more sex. <laughs> yeah, uh, way but uh, I will, I will, I will comment the name of the actor that I was looking for who played Copper uh, Copperhead in, uh, or excuse me, Cottonmouth. That was his, that was his character's name in Luke Cage. His name is Mahershala Ali. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the guy that was in Moonlighting or whatever that movie was called. Correct. Or uh, no, no, no. Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight was it? Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah, Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Jessica Jones, so she's like stalking Luke Cage. She uh sent she gives that guy a summons. She ends up meeting up with Luke Cage and they have that really fucking hot sex. Yeah. That, that was something. The, uh, unlike our last show that we talked about or at least recorded human trafficking, this is a show that you can get hard to. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, don't get hard to human trafficking. But uh, if you feel like <laughs> it, you feel free to get hard to this because boy is it hot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good premise for porn. Two superheroes yeah. who don't even they they don't even know each other as superheroes. They're not wearing their costumes. They don't know. And then they start hooking up and it turns out I have a superpower. So do I. And then they they just fucking nail the shit out of each other. And then his fucking semen just like rockets through the condom. <laughs> that was yeah. Uh, busts through her spinal. Cord. That was my favorite part was when Jessica Jones died in the pilot because Luke Cage's semen busted through the back of her head. Spoiler yeah, exactly. alert. Yeah. Like a fucking well, shotgun. What a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if there's if if you have to choose, yes, that is the way to go. <laughs> no doubt. I I do not doubt that Luke Cage could do that to to somebody. I think they're saving that for the finale. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, probably the, the Defender season 2 finale is going to end that way. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so the main plot of the pilot of Jessica Jones is you get introduced to uh what's his name? Kilgrave. Uh, Kilgrave. Well, you don't even really get introduced to him. You get introduced to the idea of him yes, and right. what he what he is physically and I guess humanly capable of. Um 
I guess you get the the feel that he he um, puts he uh, psychologically yeah strong. I guess yes. you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the extent the, of his the, superpowers. He you know he, he's not strong. He can't fly or anything. He can just like control your mind. Yeah, your mind. Yeah, um, and you find out that Jessica Jones has some experience with this guy and has has been with him before and he's doing what he did to Jessica Jones which you don't really know about it's it's kind of just alluded to I'm assuming what that's what the rest of the season's about um so Kilgrave has um captured this other girl and Jessica Jones she's like tracking her and she finally figures out that it's Kilgrave because she's she's ended up at the uh same restaurant that Kilgrave took her to and then you know, whatever. So she just pieces it all together, and then uh, one thing leads to another. She finds this girl, and she's, like, put under this, like, mind-control spell or whatever, you know what I'm yep. saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she's just like, I can't leave, I can't do anything, like, I have to stay here type shit. Jessica Jones rescues her. She, like, breaks her out of this hotel room or whatever, gets her back, and she finally talks her down, and her parents, who were the ones who hired Jessica Jones to find this girl show up to take her home or whatever and Jessica Jones is just like get the fuck away from this city get as far away as humanly possible that's the only way you're going to be able to break this mental right, yeah. hold on her and she thinks that everything's good when they when when she goes and then she this girl gets I think her name's Hope she gets in the elevator with her parents getting ready to go back to Omaha or whatever and then right as the elevator door is closing, you see Hope just, like, have this, like, devilish smile on her face. And then she fucking unloads a whole fucking clip inside of her mom and dad yeah. inside this elevator. Yeah. And, you know, and then the, the, the pilot kind of ends. I mean, that's a very, very brief wrap-up of a, you know, 50-minute television show. Yeah. But, um, that was good, though. That was efficient. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I like that ending with Hope. That's what happens. I like that, that bit with Hope because it's like, oh... You can't talk. You can't talk someone down from Kilgrave. Like th- once he's in your head, unless you're like a superhero. If you're a normal person, you got no chance. Like so, you can you'll pretend like you've been talked down, and then you're just gonna fucking slaughter your family. It's just like there's no hope against this villain. It seems like. Like I don't really have much interest to like watch this, just because like. It would be just such an investment because I feel like if I got into this one, I'd probably end up watching Defenders and Daredevil and all those other yeah. ones. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but, sure. Because I feel like if I just watched one and didn't watch the others, it wouldn't. Mean Defenders anything. is a good is a good kind of uh, summation of of these Marvel shows that are all been set yeah. up. Yeah, but the way they set up Kilgrave as a villain, like after watching this pilot. I'm more interested in Kilgrave as a villain than I am Jessica Jones as a hero. Oh yeah, I can I can see that from the show. Yeah, I, I yeah. I, my whole thing is, I mean, while like I do have my complaints about how the show is put together and how the storytelling is, I do think Kilgrave is a really uh, interesting villain, specifically in the sense that like kind of like a lot of the other villains in the Marvel Universe, like they're like, you know, it's like Kingpin or like, um, you know, pretty much anybody in the Marvel Universe where it's like, it's not them doing the bad stuff themselves. It's a lot more like they get henchmen to do it or, you know, they send out their lackeys to do stuff versus Kilgrave is really personal. Yeah. Kilgrave, Kilgrave takes an interest in somebody and he really, it's not about like doing mass destruction. He's like, I want to just like, 
control a person yeah. and just feel like a god to that one and person. it's one at a time right he only affects one well i guess he, he can't affect more but like that's kind of like yeah. that's what he enjoyed like what he spends his time it's like a relationship doing. right because he's not like out there like trying to like take over the world which i mean he probably could like with his power like he probably could control like you know the president or whatever and like you know do some like big scale stuff but he's like no like, i'm gonna pick i'm gonna like pick jessica jones and jessica jones herself isn't really a big deal like she's I yeah. mean she's a superhero but like whatever it's Marvel there's lots of superheroes right. but it's the fact that he's like obsessed with her and he's like I will think up these really creative and horrible ways to make your life terrible yes and, and I think that that's really interesting how they present that and just like that's not a thing they show in a lot of other like superhero settings. It's like this dude is after Jessica, yes. and, and and I mean like it totally explains like why she's like drinking all the time and like why she's all fucked up is the fact that like mm-hmm. she has been psychologically ruined by yeah. this guy who spent his day and night thinking like how can I make her life awful? <laughs> like that's yeah. a, that's an evil ass thing to do. That's all. Yes, I'm it's like Saw. He's like, how can I create these puzzles inside of her mind and just fuck her up? Right. Well, that's kind of why I associated her with the Joker, you know, or him with the Joker, you know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, the Joker's only goal, really, is to, like, fuck with Batman. That's true, saying? yeah. A little bit. Single-minded. But he, yeah. but he just, like, in a lot of retellings, he has henchmen, and yeah. he just, like, blows up shit that affects everybody, and it's like, hey, Batman, come and get me. He's not, like... In an intimate relationship with Batman, and they see each other every day, and he's like inside his head. It depends on how you like look at it, because like if you look at storylines, like uh, what is it, Court of Owls, or um, I think it's I I think that's from New Fifty Two, Batman. But like that storyline was just like crazy fucked. Like it was literally just meant to like fuck with Batman's head and like think that everyone had turned against him. Right. You know or like the killing joke, um was Yeah, like, oh, the killing joke, yeah. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's like true. those those story arcs are like Joker literally just like fucking with Batman's head for the fuck of it. Right. Yeah. Um and I mean, but like I think it's like the Batman Joker relationship, the only the only thing I would say is a little bit different is I like one of the really interesting things that I've heard um, kind of talked about is that Batman is like if he were to let go, he would become the Joker because they both mm. live like outside of this like concept of like what the law is because Batman's kind of like I got my own rules and like you know I do my own shit whatever. But then if he ever did start like killing like he'd basically be the Joker, like, and, and, and they're, you know, it's like flip sides of the same personality versus with Jessica and Kilgrave, I feel like it's a lot more like, I mean, I don't know, I guess I don't know enough about Jessica Jones to think, like, what would, what is she like before Kilgrave got to her? Like, oh, was, right. she, was, yeah. she, was she just like a chill, happy-go-lucky person? Yeah. Or was she always kind of like, True. moody? Kinda and, like, yeah, yeah, like, emo. Cause, <laughs> right, because I mean, she, she's kind of rough around the edges, like, you know, even... I mean, obviously, obviously because of Kilgrave, but also, you know, like, she doesn't make friends with anybody. She doesn't have anybody that she really, like, cares about, yeah. I guess. Like, you know, she's very much, like, a standalone character. I mean, even Batman has, like, Alfred and shit. Like, you right. know, he's, he's got some kind of network. Yeah, But Jessica right, Jones right, right. is, like... It's some her, emotional yeah. support. Right. Yeah, Jessica, she's, a, she's a lone wolf, for sure. Right, yeah. but, like, really, like, to, like, you know, the heaviest degree. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you, you touched on something that I didn't mention. She is a heavy fucking drinker. Yeah. Oh, all day, every day. She, liquor. She's, like, drunk throughout the whole show. She's like, always she's drunk. constantly drisk- drinking Jim Beam whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. She's or a whiskey bourbon, girl. Oh, uh, yeah. I, bourbon. I'm in Kentucky. Yeah, you're in Kentucky, yeah. baby. Come on. That shit is bourbon. You gotta, you gotta represent the bluegrass. Yeah. Uh, who's, sure. is, 
that hot blonde chick is that her sister or friend? That's our friend. Oh, the friend. I think the radio. it's a friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's okay. the radio host, right? Well, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. As much of a friend as Jessica gets at this point. Uh, yeah, it's like she's trying to be her friend. Right. <laughs> she's like, it seems like they were friends when the original Kilgrave incident happened. Mm, that's right. a good observation. Yeah, I bet that's what. It was. That's yeah. the probably their like, connection. She kind of had an idea of like what Jessica was talking about because mm-hmm. like whenever Jessica was talking about hope. She never really used his name. She just kept saying, he, he's going to do it again. Yeah, he's right. doing it again. It's like a Voldemort like thing. Right. Yeah. He must not and, be named. And yes. Trish, Trish, the radio host, I don't know her last name. I just kept saying Trish Stratus in my in my head because of the, the wrestling babe. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Trish, the radio host, like, knew what the fuck she was talking about without, right. like, saying a name and I was just like she was obviously still friends with her or at least closer friends with her when that happened you know what I'm saying yes. and then probably that incident detached Jessica yeah yeah detached them along with Trisha's career taking off you know what I'm saying Cause yeah it's on, like the side of buses and shit uh-huh. like that yeah, that's a good observation too yeah Cause, and Jessica's just scraping to get by and she's not she didn't really she's not trying to to move yeah. up as like she didn't she, all she right. wants to do is be a private eye and take pictures she'd be a, a photojournalist kid a PJ kid yeah she's like okay with waking up and finding like a crackhead like falling asleep standing up in her kitchen right you know what I'm saying <laughs> like she's she's like cool with her like place in life right now yeah exactly I mean and like I th- I think that's actually an interesting point is the fact that like is it like, do you think that maybe is, like, residual, like, damage from Kilgrave, where she's, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get close to anything, because it's just going to get ripped away from me, so it's, like, she's, like, I'm cool with, like, my shitty apartment and, like, my busted-ass door and stuff, just because, like, who cares? Like, if I if I fix it, it's just going to get broken again, kind of mm, feeling. Yeah. So she is just, yeah. like, you know what? Like, I just got to, like, stick to the bare minimum, so if I don't have anything, nothing can get taken away from me. That's good. So are you asking, was that just pre- was she still like that pre Kilgrave or right. like like that's what I'm saying is like do you guys think that like you know before Kilgrave she was like yeah like I'm gonna be a superhero and do you know yeah. help the community whatever you know whatever whatever it is that she might do but like it's the fact that after Kilgrave she's like fuck everybody fuck this like I'm out yeah I'm just yeah definitely. in it for myself I, I, I think like her lack of care for like the the like you said, like, the door being broken and her, like, not giving a shit about it is just, like, a metaphor for her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. she knows that if she fixes herself, she's just gonna get broken again. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That's a good take. Yep, mm-hmm. Well so, put. Like, we just yeah. we just wrote the new tagline for Jessica Jones Season 3. She just knows <laughs> she's gonna get broken again. It just sounds like a fucking 90s emo song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey man, American, don't, don't, American football could have wrote, written that. No, I think it's more like dashboard confessional. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right? you're probably right. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Connor Oberst, but I, I don't know. It's a yeah. little bit too coherent for Bright Eyes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but overall, I think the show was for a pilot episode. Well done. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's a little vague at points, like when they're talking about Kilgrave and kind of like giving you an insight into her like powers and stuff. Like it's, it's very vague because like it, it almost expects you to know about her, That's which true. I feel like yeah. is why they made these. Like these Mar, these Marvel Netflix shows, or like I said earlier, are for the heads. I, you know what I'm saying? I, d- I think that the, it, it's like, the, but that's like. 
I, they do go into her character more as a I'm show sure goes they on. do. Um, yeah. But like, but that's the thing for me is like that's why I couldn't really get into it. It was like it's not even that I don't know about Jessica Jones. It's just that it's like it takes a really long time to get anywhere in her story. Yeah. And even the interesting parts are delivered in such a way where I'm like, oh, I wish I was into this, but it's just like it's taking for fucking ever to get there. Like, that's, yeah. Like that's opposed it's to like, like prodding. It's yeah. like versus like Daredevil and like even Luke Cage like. They have like you know smaller incidents along the way to like you know the big showdown and and I think that they present it in a much more interesting way and especially like in Daredevil is just I I really love Daredevil and how they put it together in that like there's so much switching between you know Daredevil and the villain and like Kingpin and all of his shit and then same thing in Luke Cage where it's like they keep switching between Luke Cage's point of view and Copperhead and him dealing with um his cousin who is the the, oh, the yeah. city counselor or whatever and she yes. she's kind of mm-hmm. like you know, in the in the mix of things and like, yeah, I don't know. That show is really compelling too, because you get to see both sides. Versus Jessica Jones, you're like, okay, I hear I keep hearing about Kilgrave. Yeah. Don't so see wait, him. are you telling me that Kilgrave doesn't show up until the very last episode of season one? No, he he it's shows up late. Like, like in the mid like mid to late season. Like they build him up a lot. That. Like five or fuck six. <laughs> like I'm already I'm already fucking checked out. Yeah. <laughs> it is a commitment. Yeah. Jessica Jones is a commitment. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God damn it. Fuck all of that. Honestly, the pilot would have been like ten times fucking better if, if like Kilgrave had popped up in the very first episode. As a pilot, as an episode, I guess you're right. But That's it's kind of nice. Ma- it's, they tease you. You know, like yeah, when no, you have I, sex, I do you want to do you want to come immediately, or do you want to have some <laughs> like, foreplay? It's foreplay. Like that makes that makes sense for a Netflix show because a Netflix show isn't put out week to week. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, they it's, expect it's you to binge. Made, binge. It's binge. They expect yeah. you to binge it. Yeah, Words, exactly. Yeah. It's like a long it's movie. Like, yeah, it's not yeah, like it's where they really play it on movie. TV. Yeah. It's not like when it airs on TV and like the pilot has to fucking set everything up for you, which honestly I kind of like. Yeah, right. I kind of like when it sets it all up for you. You know what I'm saying? When you like, because because you're watching it week to week. Like, if this was aired week to week, and they sh- they played that pilot, I guarantee you they'd lose seventy percent of their audience on the second episode. Yeah, truth. Yeah, I one hundred percent on Nelson that. ratings. This show would not do well. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, the Nielsen ratings would fucking suck compared. Like, if it was on TV, you know what I'm saying? No doubt, like, it just wouldn't survive. And I don't think I don't think any of these Netflix series would survive on regular TV. I, I don't know about that. Like it, it, de- it depends. Like yeah, the Marvel ones would be hard to do week by week, just because there is so much material covered in every episode. But like I mean, Kimmy Schmidt is a great show. Like that would definitely do well on truth, TV. Truth, um, yeah. yeah, Kimmy Schmidt would do well. But mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Like I, I do think it's interesting on the flip side. Like for, like you know, if we can just talk about like just shows in general, is that yeah, like if you think about like, like, like HBO, like uh, so like, recently I've been really getting into Westworld. Um, oh, but my even God. like more generally, like you know, Game of Thrones is obviously another great example from HBO, where it's like I do think they do good a good job. Like Game of Thrones, but I, I love it. Okay, well, so Game of Thrones actually is <laughs> released on a weekly basis, but I think Westworld is actually released like as, as a season. But no, like, Westworld is week to week. Oh, is it week to week? Okay, never yeah. mind. So yeah, I well, guess season one was like two years ago or something like that. A year. Oh, ago. sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. All I was gonna say about it is that like they do kind of have the same format of like it's an hour long show. It's got a lot of meat in each episode. And it's like you kind of gotta like sit down and watch it. Yes. But yes, but yes. yeah. But I do feel like they like you said they do a much better job. Where I'm like, cool. I watched episode one. I really want to see episode two. Like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. But versus like, yeah, I think Jessica Jones ended on a weird note where you're kind of like. 
do I want to keep watching? Like, yeah, I want to know why the girl killed her parents, but at the same time, it's like, dude, some chick went crazy and killed her parents. Like, sad, but not yeah. like, yeah, not like, you know, honestly, you could read that in the headline and be like, you know, teenage woman has psychotic break and shoots her parents in an elevator. Like, I mean, yeah, it would like really, really sad headline, but at the same time, I wouldn't think like, oh, there's a, there's a super villain behind that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to read that whole article. You right. know, I'm going to read that headline. I'm going to be like, that sucks. And then I'm going to move on. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Just, that's a good take on it. And that's that's an interesting take on desensitizing the youth. Well, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, I mean that that's a much larger wow. conversation. We just got there. <laughs> this is our mode of the entire. This is what we talked about before the episode to building up to <laughs> desensitizing the youth. Yeah, that's all I want to talk about. Let's talk it's about Call of Duty propaganda. <laughs> Training soldiers. Yeah. Let's get let's get to our segments, Doug. Yeah, let's let's do some seggies. Seggies okay. Segments. Life. Yeah. And we can actually play just so you know, Mikey, we have a, a handful of segments to do at the end. Sure. And one of them is Mary Fuck Kill. And okay. like the past three episodes you know that game Mary Fuck yeah, Kill. Yeah, yeah. The past three episodes we haven't been able to play it because we've had like really depressing ass shows where like sexualization yeah. is just off it's the radar. Un- inappropriate. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like we watched an anime show that was just like super like preteen rapey. Sure. And like yeah. <laughs> human trafficking, Traf- yeah, yeah, that was like a fucking lifetime original. Yeah. That's about human trafficking. So we can finally play all of our segments. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can finally do every single one of them. Yeah. So who would you recommend this show to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, personally, Marvel fan. Oh, obviously, yeah. You know that I feel like that one's a given. Uh, people who are just really into like Netflix originals, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm assuming people like that exist. Yeah, uh, it's it's a binge built show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People people who like binge watching that's that's another really like a good cross sect of people. You know what I'm saying? Like people who just genuinely enjoy binge watching shit. Like I wouldn't. I don't know if there's a specific like type of person that I would recommend this to. Because if I was like talking to somebody at a bar, this would like never come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Unless you're I, I, both it, it, into Marvel and you're like, just yeah, yeah. But even then, I, I don't. I would never like go out of my way to bring it up, like just because I've only seen one episode. Do you know what I'm saying? Dig, yeah. And I, but I don't know. It, Marvel fans, binge watchers, Netflix I, freaks. I I'd say really the two biggest things is like strong female lead, which I mean. Like, I'm not saying it's always a selling point, but at the same time, like, Jessica Jones is a good female character in the fact that she is, like, pretty independent yeah. and, like, has, like, an interesting way of, like, going about things. Um, yeah, and, then, and then the other thing that I've just noticed is that, like, the people that I know that are, like, really, really like Jessica Jones are, like, if they really like detective shows. So they like, like, Sherlock. Yeah. They like, you know. Bored that, to Death? Do you know Bored to no, Death? I'm not. Oh, that's, that's another, that's the best PI show, I think. Yeah, and see, like, yeah. I guess I guess crime people who like crime, TV, right? And, yeah. I, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I've binged more than my fair share of like you know special victims unit and stuff. Like, yeah, I watched that, but at the same time, like I'm not a big I'm not big on like detective shows. Like, I tried to get into Sherlock, and like everyone's like, oh, it's you didn't so like good. Sherlock. Oh, it's, I love I, Sherlock. I love the actors. I really don't. I'm just not a big mystery guy. Like, I don't need yeah. that. Like, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't like that feeling of like cool like he found a clue what's next <laughs> tell us about Not that every episode like, needs to be five hours long like fuck. well i mean that's it's british television that's, that's a little bit different their format's weird <laughs> that's true it's a, it's a different I, like, yeah like each episode is like the length of like a fucking it's a movie or yeah. movie yes. yeah <laughs> right well and then but then they only release like four episodes a season so you know yeah 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 I, they're not asking too much up, of you man. put out a tw- put out a 20 episode season Dude, and uh, we're, talk- we're talking about english they don't have the same adhd problems we 
have. Like they can sit down and watch a goddamn <laughs> yeah. TV show. Yeah, that's They're a little bit true. I, a little bit slow. I tried paced. watching The Departed earlier, and I got thirty minutes into it, and I was like, "This is a three-hour movie. I don't uh, want anything." That do movie's with this. fucking intense, though. That's a great. It's um, a great movie. It's a great movie, but sometimes I'm just like, I don't have time. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's it's for like, a three-hour movie. It's a like Gangs in New York. Like I love Gangs in New York, but yeah, that's oh, that, great that, movie. That's another one. That's like I think two like two forty-five, three hours long. Like yeah, yeah. it's 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 a you know it's a marathon. Casino Casino is on that list for me. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a great great movie. Like, but you gotta be like in the mood. It, it you gotta have like, all the accolades. Yeah, you gotta it's have like your popcorn. You gotta have a drink. Maybe yeah. a couple of drinks ready to go because uh-huh. you're gonna go through a few. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, Otherwise, it's, you have to. Pop, you know, you're gonna go to the bathroom. You're gonna pause you know. to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I got 30 minutes into the Departed. I paused it. I had to go to the bathroom, and when I came back, I was like, I don't have time for a three hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I don't no have doubt. time for this. No doubt. Uh, I um, agree with both of you guys on who I'd recommend this to. Back to, back yeah, to back Earth. to a, back to the regular podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I'm 100 percent on the same page as you guys. Fans of comic books, fans of Netflix, binge watchers, because it is a commitment. This show is kind of premised that we review pilot episodes, and so I'm going to really try to, to not let my final rating of the show be affected by the entire season. You know, because it is a binge show. It's like it's like watching the first ten minutes of a movie or something like that. Right. Like you're you're only getting a tiny little chunk of the, of the narrative. Yeah. So what's our next segment, Doug? I guess our next segment would be Mary Fuck Kill. Oh boy. Char- so a character you'd marry, a character you'd fuck, and a character you'd kill. Yeah. Do you want to kick it off? Or you want me to? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to marry Trish. Okay. Cause she's she's set up. She got that job. She got she got that sugar mama status. Like I don't have to worry about shit. I can I can do this podcast shit. Not worry about shit. <laughs> not worry about like, income. She yeah she she's got her fucking career off the ground. She got her name. On, she got her face on the side of buses and shit. Like and she's hot. It's as all shit. good. I'm just gonna ride those fucking coattails. Um, I'm gonna fuck just sugar Jones mama because she seems like a fucking freak. Oh my god. And a half. Yeah. Freaking the sheets. Um, and then kill. I mean, like, part of me wants to kill Kilgrave, but like, I don't think that would be like possible. He's so, so interesting gonna, too. You'd be like doing a disservice to the universe by taking him I know. away. I don't know if you so can say that. Gonna, the, dude's a, the dude's an evil dude. But. He's evil as shit, but he's so interesting. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a deep cut answer and say that dude who owned that strip club that she gave that summons to, because that dude was a real piece of shit. Ah, that's good. That's a good kill. Real piece of shit. That's almost like me always choosing extras to fuck. Like that's a yeah. deep cut. Like <laughs> <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> I'm always like this girl at ten minutes and twenty six seconds in the background. That's she my was fuck. there for like <laughs> fucking one quarter of a second. Like we just got a flash of like a side boob. Like yeah, I was, I was like, oh, that's some good side boob. That's though. my shit. <laughs> um, why don't you go next, Mikey? Um, I would. I'd fuck Trish because she's hot as hell. Yeah, um, she is. I'd marry Hogarth because she scares me, but I feel like she scares everybody. So it's like my life is yeah, gonna be she's cake. A, she will. She's she a will. lesbian though. Oh, it's she's a lesbian well. though. All right, she'll whatever. Cheat on she, you. Yeah, whatever. She'll she'll, cheat do, on you. she'll she'll do her thing. I'll do my thing. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying, when it comes, <laughs> she got money, right? No, she's got money, and I'm also like, I would love to marry a lawyer just in general, because then it's like, oh, like our landlord's fucking us on our rent. Yeah, and she would be like, nope, I got this. She'll just go down, make and, it, like make him make her a bitch, and, and then you could be a lesbian in this scenario too. You could be a woman. Sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? She's got, she's got the money for it. As a woman, I had, and, uh, <laughs> and then, honestly, like. 
So, I mean, yes, I'd want to kill Kilgrave because he's a villain, but, like... Right. I honestly, like, Jessica Jones just annoys the shit out of me. Like, I'd kill Jessica Jones. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> I can kill Jessica Jones! <laughs> just, 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 Yo, fuck the main character of this TV wow. show. I'm out. <laughs> It's like, oh we my have God, a new like, recurring guest. We gotta get this guy back. He's switching yeah, it up. Fuck Jessica Jones. <laughs> Done with her. I'm out. Wow. I'm just saying, like listening, listening to you're gonna her, let Kilgrave like, live and take away Jessica. I'm just saying, like as like a storyteller, like she is so hard to like listen to her monologue, and it's just like, right. God, like we get it. Just like please <laughs> move on. She's a sad drunk person. Of course, it's hard to yeah, listen I, to. Like, no, and, no and, one wants to listen to the sad right. drunk person who's sitting at the bar alone. We no, or even, I've been or, that person. Right, or even your buddy, where it's like you've had like a few beers, and he's like, dude, life sucks. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Like, dude, just. Just yeah, talk yeah. to this pillow. I'll get you a Wilson. Like we're good. Just like anybody a else. Uh, a fucking volleyball yeah. with a face on it. Oh my yeah. god, Wilson, Wilson from uh, House. Yeah, that to, Wilson. To bring it back. To bring it back. <laughs> TV. Uh, I would. I think I would marry Jessica Jones. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. 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 Seriously. I know it would be. I mean, I'm pretty fucking emo. I'm have you ever dated an alcoholic, Caleb? Like being married to one. I've dated works. an addict. I don't know if I've dated an alcoholic, but it would I be have, bad. It would fun. be bad. But I know she would protect me. And when she did want to fuck, it'd probably be some like uh, some uh, <laughs> fucking uh, sub dominatrix shit going on. It'd be uh, kinky. Yeah, it'd be kinky. Sure. She'd rail me. She might be wearing a dildo. I don't know. But she's gonna take care. Of us as a couple, <laughs> she'll carry the household. So I'm gonna marry her uh, as long as Mikey hasn't killed her yet, and then you can go first. <laughs> okay, give me like three years with her. There you go, <laughs> and then I'll uh, I'll I'll fuck yeah, Trish. That life insurance. Yeah, exactly. I think it's pro- <laughs> it's a wiser idea to fuck Trish if I were a more healthy person mentally. I mean, to marry Trish. If I were more healthy as a human being, I'd probably marry her. But I just want that that crazy life with Jessica. So I'm gonna fuck Trish on the side while I'm married to Jessica. Yeah, for sure. And maybe we'll have Fair a three way. I friends. bet we we could end up. Oh, bro! If I was married to Jessica. I could totally have a three-way. I could talk her into it with her and Trish. <laughs> oh, I just hacked the code over here. There you go. That's and then dumb. kill. I don't know who the fuck I'd kill because Kilgrave is way too interesting, and he has kill in his name, and that's on the nose. And so I'm gonna kill Doug. All right, that's fair. I'm I'll not in the TV show, but I I I feel like I probably deserve it, so that's all good. <laughs> Otherwise, I would just spit out a random time and say kill that extra in the background. I don't have anyone to kill. This is a good story. I don't want to kill anybody. You don't want to kill Luke Cage? I thought about that. I did think he about that. He banged your future wife. Yeah. Bro. Because he's... How are you going to take his sloppy seconds, well, bro? This is a good bro. point, because if I if I did have a three-way with Jessica and Trish, it would probably turn into a four-way, because Luke Cage would show up and be like, I got supersonic here, and I heard y'all smashing, and well, then he would... Yeah, it wouldn't be a four-way. He would just he pick would you just up and like, throw you out. out the window. <laughs> yeah, and then they would laugh at Yeah, I got this. It's like, I got this. They'd be like, look at this white boy's dick. Oh, my God. It's like Neo... In in uh, Matrix Reloaded, like just pushing off all those Smiths, it's like yeah. Luke Cage is just fucking all these, this crowd of women. He's like, "Get out of here, Caleb. We don't need you anymore." <laughs> oh God. Okay, what's uh, what's, oh blindfolds? Uh, blindfolds. So the way I haven't even told Mikey about how how our yeah, system yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain so that. The way that we do this, it's almost like a count an anti star system. I don't we, know if we've even explained this to the listeners. To the listeners, <laughs> maybe in the first episode we did. <laughs> that was the only time. It's a very strange system. 
There's, it's not obvious at all. We call the show's called Blind Pilots. We try to play into that gimmick, and we say we're watching pilot episodes blindly, and we take it literally and say, "How many blindfolds would you have to wear to rewatch this pilot episode?" So that's it's like an anti-star mm-hmm. system. If you wanted to give it five stars, you would give it zero blindfolds, sure. essentially. Right? Is that is that true, yeah. Doug? It's up to five. Yeah, blindfolds. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's really fucking good, it's zero. If you find it to be just a pile of fucking steaming shit, it would be five. Yeah. Yep. We may even be able to go over five. We've never tried that. We've never tried to walk Mario to the I edge of the like world. I feel like it might be possible, though. Yeah. We can walk that line. Yeah. I'd give it. I'd give it two blindfolds. Like it's it's on. Like it's a good show. That's a if, fair score. If, if, yes. you're, if you're if you're if you're into that genre, especially like the, the crime thriller kind of feel, yeah, like I've heard rave reviews. It's it's well put together. The writing's pretty solid. But like if you're if you're looking for something that's got like some pace and some action and like kind of keeps things moving, it's it's rough. You yeah. you got to have some patience. Yes, for sure, for sure. As a pilot episode, I'm really close to the same page. I want to give it two and and a half blindfolds as a pilot. As a show, I would definitely rate it better. But as a pilot episode, like, you've got to be... It's for a niche audience. Like, you've got to be looking for it to yeah. to want it, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to go two and a half as well, honestly. Like, I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. But as a pilot episode, I thought it was... I thought it was well-written. It's a little slow. It's a little fucking vague. But... As a pilot episode, it makes you want to keep watching. Yes, right, and that's the, that's the mission of a bingeable show. Mm-hmm. It's the goal. Yeah, they want to exactly. hook you, so like so that you they just keep accomplished on. what they set out to do. Yeah, which is fucking fair. You know what I'm saying? I can't Absolutely. hate on that. For sure. Like I might not like the show as like you know for like how it played out, but for what it is set out to accomplish to do, two thumbs up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's a very it's and it's a fresh take on a superhero show. She's not super flashy. She doesn't have a costume. You know, she didn't have an outfit. Yep. She's yeah. She's like a real grimy person who just happens to have a couple superpowers. Yep. And she's not set out to save the world. Right. You know, yeah. like she's just trying to live her life and just kind of right. get by. And that's that's yeah. a cool take. It's almost like a Wolverine type of like grimy yeah. real she's an person. She's an anti-hero. Yeah, she's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh so that's all our segments. That's uh I mean, we, I don't want to keep Mikey here too long. I know he's, we kind of started a little bit late today. Yeah, we um, do rewatches. Oh yeah, we we we, 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 we do that did real a quick. Podcast what? yesterday. What? I don't have anything re-watches? new. So we just we just say, kind of in the same vein of the blindfold thing, like uh, something that you have rewatched recently that you enjoyed that you've. It's oh, it's not re-watched? the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, I will say so. In because they released the new season of Kimmy Schmidt, I've been rewatching the old Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, yeah. that show is sharp. Yeah, it has a oh, yeah. It has really boom, sharp. boom, boom. It's like Thirty Rock. Yeah, it's just boom, boom, boom. Well, and I was gonna say, I think it's actually a little better than Thirty Rock, which I is hard for me to say because I love mm, Thirty Rock. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic show, but Kimmy Schmidt's just kind of got that like it kind of drops some of that extra like side characters and stuff. It's just like here's Kimmy, here's Titus, and like watch him do stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. is John Hamm still in it? Not in Kimmy Schmidt. He's just in Thirty oh, Rock. Right? No, no, he's Kimmy Schmidt. He's the he's the Reverend. Oh, yeah, the he's Reverend. The, he's, he's the, the Reverend with the big yeah. beard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the, only in, only he's mostly in flashbacks. Season. That's right. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I think he's on season three. Now. I forgot about it's, that. Okay, it, it, it's, it's it builds season three or four. Yeah, it builds real well. Yeah. like it actually develops, and you're kind of like, 
okay. And then David Cross shows up, and I think David Cross is hilarious. David Cross is uh, the vet. Oh, my God. So, Talk about Mr. Show. Like, all day. Uh, oh, so good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Kimmy Schmidt's my answer for, for a good rewatch. Okay, cool. I actually have a new one, Doug, even though we, even though we recently recorded. Because this is kind of... We're doing we're going out of sequence with the, with these episodes. I'll, I'll yeah, say that. I have, an, I have a new one as well. So but, yeah, know. mine is uh, Arrested Development. Mm. Okay. Uh, but yeah. And it's for a similar reason. They just, you know, they're... Dude, I think the Netflix seasons suck. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, it did. And that's kind of why I was rewatching it. It was like, it popped up in my feed, and I was like, oh, yeah, I do love that show. But I was like, yeah. the first seasons are no, no, easily... No, the first two seasons are so strong. killer. So and then after that, it gets weird. Kinda, three kind of falls off. And yeah. then it four gets weird. is the first Netflix season, and five just came out. Yeah. Four was trash. They jumped the shark. I, it jumped the shark after three because, like, I mean, there was, like, ten years in between three, which was the last, like, real season going off air and then Netflix doing their thing, and now season five is out. Right. And I don't It's always wanna, weird like, when, like, a TV it. show becomes a Netflix show. There's always, like, a change in pace unless they keep the same exact director, producer, you know, showrunner. And writers and everything like yeah, that. I mean, exactly. I, I think I watched, like, the first half of season four, which is the first Netflix uh, season. Um... And like, what's what's his name? Uh, Ron Howard's dad. Oh, oh uh, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, Jason Bateman, Bateman yeah. is like living in the dorm. Yeah, it got with, weird. That was Michael weird. Jr. That was weird. Or, uh, dude, it, it's just it's not good. It's just not good. Honestly, oh, yeah. yeah, it's not good. Do you have a rewatch real quick, and then we can wrap yeah. it up? Oh, it, yeah. Uh, New Girl. Been oh, yeah. very good. That's a good show. That's a yeah. good show. Have you guys watched? Have you guys been watching this new season that's out? No, I haven't seen I it in have. a while. It I, seems I like it. it's gonna. It seems like this is the last season. Yeah, yeah. The like it's, been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been on for a while. Yeah, it's it's like it's the new friends. Yeah, that's about yeah. right. Yeah. Well, like in this new season, like Nick and Jess, Jess are like finally like solidly together, right. and like right. Nick is like trying to propose and shit like that. Yeah. And, like, when it starts between the end of season six and the end of season seven, it's, like, three years later or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where season seven picks up. And, like, Schmidt and Cece, like, their baby has, like, been born. And, yeah. you know, it's, like, three years old or whatever. Winston right. and, and a, it, Winston's it, married to that lady cop and she's pregnant. It's a, it's and, a, it's a Parks and Rec kind of finish. Yeah, I, it's think, a very, I think that's what they're yeah. kind of going for. They're yeah, putting a period on it. Yeah. Like, if they did another season after that, I would start hating that fucking show. Yeah, honestly, if they don't stop it after season seven, it's going to be trash. Truth. Truth. Yeah, so. But yeah, New Girl is my recent rewatch. Dope. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Blind Pilots. I'm Doug K. And I'm Caleb Rowe. And I'm Michael Rogachevsky. Peace. Hell yeah, guys. First guest episode. Fuck off, everybody. You can find Blind Pilots on Instagram at Blind Pilots Podcast. Also, our artwork is by Cameron Del Rosario. You can find him on Instagram at Cam Del Rosario. And our music is by Dirt Doctrine. Goodbye. A post-Christian production. Collaborating with We Busy But Creative Podcasts.